Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, does size really matter? Well, I've got an email here. He's, he's, it's from a black guy, but apparently he's not. he says he's not like the typical black male stereotype. In other words, he's not hung like a horse. And so you could tell he's really insecure about the size of his package and is not having a positive effect on the way he views himself and therefore that has a negative effect on how women view him. So we're going to talk about this. It's actually the email is, is pretty fucking funny. He's got a lot of really good one-liners in here. So I thought it would be a great email to discuss because I know some guys worry about this shit. And we're going to talk about the reality. So I got a, a quote that I wrote in this and I want to go through his email. And so the quote says, does size really matter to women? Some women will absolutely say yes and that they prefer a man who is long and wide. However, the reality is that most of a woman's sexual nerve endings are on the outside of her body. The average size of a woman's vagina is usually no deeper than four inches. We're talking about that fucking deep. You're going to bottom out. For those of you that are new to the land of the vagina, men who are or who feel they are physically challenged in the size department need to learn how to properly stimulate a woman's sexual nerve endings by focusing on the little man in the boat and positioning their body and their woman's body in such a way as to give her the maximum benefit of his full manhood. If size really mattered to women, there would be no lesbians. I got several friends that are lesbians. I have a lot of clients, a lot of female clients that are lesbians. And we have some pretty fucking interesting conversations. You can learn a lot about a woman's body by talking with lesbians. Very interesting conversations for those of you that do know some lesbians. But that's another topic for another day. So let's get into his email. He says, hello, Mr. Wayne. I'm a young man in need of accepting who I am. Well, one of my favorite spiritual – why I call it a, a guru, I guess, or a spiritual teacher said that you must be who you are. What you should be is not important. As long as you're comfortable with you – the rest doesn't fucking matter. It goes like this and you'll probably laugh because I sure did at the irony and effects of social media as well as the porn industry. Well, right off the bat, that tells me that you're probably watching too much porn and you definitely give a fuck what other people think about you and it is really irrelevant. I did an article several years ago called what other people think of you is irrelevant because it is. The only thing that matters is how you view yourself. And if you're viewing yourself in a negative light, whether it's the size of your member, the size of your lower unit, the size of your flesh rocket, the size of your shaft, the size of your pork sword, whatever the fuck you want to call it, or you don't like the fact that you have freckles or that your eyes are slanted or sloped or that your skin's a certain color or your hair's a certain type or you're not tall enough or you're too tall or you're too short or you're missing a leg or whatever. As long as you are cool with you and you love you the way you are and as weird and as freaky as that happens to be, women will be cool with that. 
Women can sense when a guy's not comfortable in his own skin. And when you're not at ease and you don't feel comfortable, a woman's not going to feel safe and comfortable around you letting you have your way with her. It is essential. That's why I spend so much time discussing this topic. Not this one about size, but this is just another – because why do people not have the things they want in their lives? It's really simple. It's because of the story that they tell themselves about why they don't, can't, or won't have it. That's it. You're either taking action towards the things you want, learning from your mistakes, adapting your approach, and eventually getting there, or you're telling yourself a story that causes you to do nothing to help yourself. Most people that you're going to encounter in life, they got all kinds of fucking stories why they can't lose weight, they can't have better friends, why they can't have better lovers, why their job fucking sucks and there's not a damn thing they can do about it. My kids, a divorce attorney got all my money, whatever. Oh, I'm not smart enough or I tried a business once and I failed. Whatever. I hear it all the time. You got to get past the fucking bullshit. Have a vision for your life and move towards it. And if people don't like you, fuck them. It really doesn't matter. What you want, what love is, is when somebody accepts you for who you are, as you are, with all your flaws, your faults, your insecurities, and your, de- and your doubts, and they love you anyways, and vice versa. Love is about giving after all, and everybody that's watching this should want somebody that really gives to them unconditionally, that makes them feel loved and accepted for who they really are. <clears throat> he says, I'm a young black male in the USA. And I've been told by women that I am attractive and I don't think they're full of shit. But hey, I'm not the best looking man in the world. Do you think you're sexy? Think about that. If you don't think you're sexy, it's going to be really hard for somebody else to think you're sexy. Because if you don't view yourself as being attractive and being sexy, and quite frankly, I'm sexy and I'm handsome. But you know what? There's probably plenty of women that watch this going... I wouldn't fuck him if he's the last man on earth. You know what? I don't fucking care because there's plenty of women that do like me. And the reality is whether you're a man or a woman, most of the people that you're sexually attracted to and that you want and you desire, they're not going to feel the same way. That's a fact of life. You're going to get rejected most of the time. And that's the way it is. And once you understand that and once you realize it, it really doesn't fucking matter. The only thing that matters is how you view yourself. He says, the thing is, is that I have a problem getting women to go out with me or I don't have a problem getting women to go out with me initially or spitting game or making the first genuine spark. It's all Roscoe's chicken and gravy until it comes to the bedroom. You need to read my book 10 to 15 times and learn the basic fundamentals of what I teach. I can tell you have not read my book yet. Now, I'm not hung like a racehorse like some of my competition are. If you read my book 10 to 15 times, you'd know that you don't have any fucking competition because most guys you're going to encounter in life, they're 97 percenters and they're always going to be that way. That's the reality. And I don't think that size or stroke skill should make up the bulk of a man's value. Well, what does that tell you about his model of the world? He's totally focused on his dick size. That's it. That's his whole story. My dick ain't fucking big enough. So everything else doesn't fucking matter. doesn't matter how handsome you are, how funny you are, how good you are at the cunnilingus with your tongue, your, your lips sucking on things. If you, you become talented with your tongue, even if you have a woman – like I had a woman that I dated, great girlfriend that I had when I was in my 20s. 
and she really knew how to fuck. She taught me how to be a great lover and she knew her body inside and out and I remember the first time she got on top of me and she started fucking riding me and I pushed her her knees back and I've talked about this before. It's like think about it. A woman's vagina is only four inches. Even if you're a four inch dude, if she's on top of you riding you and you push her back, what it's going to do is going to take your dick and it's going to make it stand up like this. So literally you're going to bottom out inside of her. And women love – I love it when you're deep inside me. I've had so many girlfriends tell me that over the years and when you know how to maneuver a woman's body into position where as she thrusts down, she bottoms out. In other words, the top of your dick hits the top of her pussy. That is going to stimulate your dick because after all, almost all of your nerve endings, your sexual nerve endings as a guy are in the tip of your dick. And so that stimulates your dick and what it does, it makes it extra hard. But obviously I'm 45 and I've been around the block a few times and what's interesting is not all women are great in bed. I've dated some oh, fucking supermodel beautiful women and they're a fucking total dead fuck. They just fucking lay there like a wet rag. In exp- I had a girlfriend that I dated. Her, she had a lot of tension in her spine and she was really locked up. So the only real position we could have was like missionary position or doggy style. She'd get on top of me and she'd go for like two minutes. She's like, oh, my hips are done. And it's like after a while, it's like oh. – and then you know when you pin her legs back because her spine's got so much tension in it, it's uncomfortable after a while. So you, you know, I'm railing away and she has to like lay one leg down. And it's like so – it's like you think about that. You got one leg lifted back and the other one's like straight. It makes it hard to get access in there and really jar something loose and knock the bottom out of that thing. Then after a while, you get two positions basically. It's like she'd get on top of me and like on my couch or whatever and start riding me. She'd go over like – and I was like, wonderful. But she can only go for about two minutes because her hips really started to hurt. And I was like, that sucks. And there's other women that I've slept with, women I've dated that they're going to top and they're just like – they start riding and they don't know what to do. It's like you could tell them and coach me, grab their hips and move them and just no sensory acuity, no body awareness at all. And there's other women, you just touch their nipple and they're dripping wet and they're ready to go. So, and some women, they get on top of you and they come, it's like a fucking waterfall. It's like throwing a five-gallon bucket of water on you when they come. And it's wonderful. Some women get on top of you and they just have one orgasm after the other because the clitoris, the little man in the boat, if you will, all the nerve endings are in that and if she's on top of you riding you and, and you know basically requires friction to stimulate that little bugger and to get her to get off. So you guys got to think about that when you're having sex with a woman. If you want her to be satisfied, there's gotta be, she's got to have friction on your body in order to really stimulate that. And one of my, my favorite position is having a girl on top. You push her knees back to the point where it makes your dick basically stand up and literally bottom out inside of her. And you make her thrust down like hard and it makes your dick so hard you cut fucking diamonds with it. It's amazing. It's amazing for you because you can just lay there. You can read the paper. You can look in your iPad and you can just go for hours. Be totally rock hard and she can have like one orgasm after another. But not all women you're going to encounter are able to do that. They're not comfortable in their own bodies. Maybe they got sexual hangups or maybe they were molested or they got raped. I mean – you're going to, if you're going to have multiple sexual partners in your life, you're going to experience this. You're going to encounter women that are like this and the ones that are really in touch with their body and they're really sexual. It's like, 
even if they're not that attractive, because there's, like I said, there's plenty of gorgeous fucking women that are just terrible in bed. It's, there's no other way to describe. There's other women that are kind of average. You never forget them. You never forget how amazing they were. There's some women that give fucking amazing blowjobs, and there's other women that's just like, it's like my buddy once said, complete waste of a perfectly good set of tits. It's like, no, you can you can describe, you can tell her what to do, and they just can't fucking do it. It's like, it's just better to move on. So, anyways, back to our our, our guy here. So he says, there are stereotypes that I can say, quite frankly, put me in odds with most of the attractive slash hot voluptuous women that like black men for that one stereotypical reason, being hung like a motherfucker. But at the end of the day, you could be hung like a motherfucker and not know how to fuck and it's not going to matter because again, a vagina is four inches deep and if you're only four inches long... You can maneuver yourself physically into a position where the legs are out of the way and you get all access. And you can give it to her. I mean, it's not a problem. But if you don't know what you're doing and you don't understand that, you don't understand what stimulates a woman, ask a girl when you're in bed, what do you tell me what you like? And do that to her. He says, now I don't have a micro, but damn, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't packing heat at all. I'm tall, muscular, athletic, outgoing, kind, and respectful. You're probably a little too nice. That's, and you don't believe in yourself. That's part of, And you don't know the fundamentals in my book. So your game is fucked. If you don't know what's in the book, you're not going to have an edge up on your competition. You should also Google Corey Wayne, how men could have multiple orgasms and learn that. Because if you're not as big as the average guy and you blow your wad in 10, 15 seconds, she's going to be like, you know, she's hung like a little boy. He's hung like a little boy and he, he fucked like a little boy. He, he went for like 10 years like being a teenager again. These are my pros. My cons are that I'm not hung like a black man should be. Well, what does that mean? So what? Again, you're talking about a hole that's four inches deep. It doesn't matter if your cock is like Ron Jeremy, 10, 12 inches long, whatever the fuck. You're not going to put the whole thing in there. You might be able to get in the ass if you're going to drop in the ass, but it's not going in her vagina all the way unless you break them something. Literally, I think this is the only nail in a multitude of nails in my coffin per se. Come on, man. That's just bullshit. This is a story you tell yourself and what really is going on here is that you probably don't talk to many women. You don't ask out many women. You don't go on on many dates. Because you, you've told this story, oh, my dick's not big enough. And so I don't want to disappoint a woman, woman, so I just won't even talk to any of them. And therefore, I won't go out on any dates because after all, I'm small. When I was in high school, it got to me a little bit. But we, it's like, that's the thing. I remember high school playing football. I was like getting in the showers. Like, it's like, hey, man, most people are shriveled up and they're not really big anyway. So it's like, what's the big fucking deal? Did you ever see the Seinfeld episode from the 90s? Shrinkage! We're like, um... What's his name? Cause George Costanza, he like comes out of the pool and the pool was cold. And he's like, shrinkage! Because she looks at his dick and it's like really small. It was a great episode. And at the end of the day, what is your dick? It's just skin and a lot of empty space. And it doesn't get big until it fills up with blood. 
It's not like a muscle. It's just it fills up with blood. It's like a fucking balloon when you think about it. Big fucking deal. Not really. No pun intended. Shit, let me tell you what I have looks like it finished blooming way back. I won't go into too much detail about what I do, but it involves being face-to-face with people all day and my body is within view, including the infamous dot candy cock print. What are you, a male stripper, dude? Put a sock in that thing. Do a little false advertising. Why not? I'm not. You'll get bigger tips. I'm not bullshitting. The women I see at my job more or less are fucking beautiful, and I always see them at a glance at my crotch. And I'm not joking. It pains me when I see that. When she's looking, you say, "Uh uh-uh, you can look, but you can't touch. Unless, of course, you take me out to dinner and wine me, dine me, and buy me flowers and all that shit. Then maybe, if you're a good girl, I might let you touch. You say things like that, and it's like, take my number, give me a call. I get off at whatever. I'll let her get in touch with you. Let women do the pursuing, dude. If you're out there and your junk's fucking hanging out, why are women there? Because they like guys. Not because I don't want their mouths on my yam, but because the thing is, it seems like what they're looking for when they see me will leave them very disappointed if I were to ever engage in any type of contact would eventually lead to my favorite sport in the world. Does this sound like a guy that's had a lot of sex? Mm, I'd have to say not. You're like not even in the game, dude. You're you're sitting in the ballpark on – I had a buddy of mine. We used to go out. This is when we were in our 20s. Fucking beautiful women everywhere. And you go, there are no hot girls out tonight. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? They're everywhere. Talk to somebody. Open your fucking mouth. But that's what he would say. And therefore, he wouldn't talk to anybody all night long. And if I was talking to somebody, he'd come over and he'd fucking end up cock-blocking me. He says, I kid you not. He says, I've seen – he says, women have laughed at my dot, dot cock print. I don't know what the hell that is, dude, but all right. If you're wearing a banana hammock and that's what you do for a living, whatever. Be proud of you. She straight up held her hand over her mouth. See, notice, maybe she's thinking, wow, like I can see what this junk looks like. I can see the size. Oh my god, that's a penis in my face. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. That's probably what she's thinking. Or you know what? I'd like to have that in my mouth. Maybe that's what she's thinking. But instead, because of the story, oh, she's laughing at me because my she thinks my dick is small. It's like, dude, you're not even in the game. You're not even on the field. It's like you're outside the stadium going, ah, I don't know if I'm going to go in or not. It's like, ah. You have tickets and everything. You're on the team and everything. And you're not even you're not even trying. You miss 100% of the pitches that you don't swing at. And the bottom line is all the woman's – almost all the sexual nerve endings are on the outside of her body and the, and the little man in the boat. I mean there's some countries in Africa and the Middle East where women, when they're little girls, what do they do? They snip off the little man in the boat so women can't enjoy sex. Why? To keep them – uninterested in having sex with anybody else but them. So basically women don't even enjoy the sex because their fucking clit's been clipped off. It's horrible what they do. And if I was a hung dude watching this situation from the outside, you know what? I'd laugh my ass off too. Just at the lack of proportion. A tall, muscular, athletic black man with a Serrano pepper. Fuck my life. Well, if anybody's ever like studying your dick when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing for a living, 
say, you know what? If you pet it, it gets a lot bigger, but you know what? We can't have that in here because then my banana hammock would be standing at attention and that probably wouldn't be good. But I'm amazed at how one thing such as penis size can potentially make or break a relationship before it even starts. Again, more of his story coming out. In other words, I'm not talking to any women. I'm not asking any women out because they're probably not going to like me anyway, so I'm not even going to open my mouth and even let a girl know I'm interested. So instead, you're acting like a woman, an insecure, shy woman, especially when referring to black men who have built up a reputation in porn for having contractible baseball bats. Quit fucking watching porn, dude. Get out there and start making fucking dates and hanging out, having fun, hooking up. Because in any intimate relationship, sex will be an activity that either may want to participate in. I envy my competition. Well, you know what? At least they're fucking participating. You're doing nothing. Most women I've slept with who are also avid players, as I still get lucky sometimes, have ceased contact with me after the first bout. Maybe because you're lousy in bed. Maybe because you act needy and insecure and you blow their phone up. It's not because of your cock size. Maybe you just don't know how to use the lower unit, my friend. The Better Sex Video Series. You can Google Better Sex Video Series and go check out some of those DVDs. Get in touch with your body. Learn how to use it. Now, I don't want to believe it's because of my size. I wasn't an asshole to these women either, some of which were hot and some okay. The one I was able to have sexual relations with the most was an undocumented woman who, when compared to the multitude of women, would fall in the lower percentile of attractiveness. So what does that tell me? You're good with women that you're not that into. So in other words, when you go out with a girl that you really like, you, you turn into a total bitch. That's the real reason why women don't stick around is because you act like a fucking pussy. All because of what you're telling yourself. I'm not good enough. My dick's not good enough. So you're always trying to make up for it. You're being extra nice and you get needy and you get clingy and the girls want nothing to do with you after that. That's what's really going on. See, I can read through all this other bullshit and I can, I can zero in right on what's really going on. In my opinion, she was okay, but even with her, she'd say, I was big. You're big enough for her. Remember, the pussy's only, it's only four inches deep, dude. Doesn't fucking matter. Some women will say it does matter, but, you know, maybe they're like a bucket. I had... <laughs> I had a girlfriend from the UK. That's the term. Like when a girl is too big, like after she's had a few kids and she's a little loose, maybe she doesn't exercise. It's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway or swinging a bat in a garage or throwing a tic-tac to a whale. She preferred black males and I'm definitely not her first or biggest. <laughs> and when she telling me this, I think she was just trying to make me bone her brains out, which I did. But she knows I'm not big and I know as well. I'm 5'5". Five five. We... So you're 5'5 five five tall. So you think your dick's too small because you're only 5'5". Five five. Oh, this is just nonsense, dude. This is all bullshit. It is irritating though that media can shape minds this way to where a woman won't even want to see what you have to offer. Again, your problem is not your dick size, dude. Your problem is the thing between your ears. It's your mind. It's the story that you tell yourself. You don't think you're good enough and so you're telling yourself, oh, my dick's not big enough because I'm a little guy and therefore girls don't want me. But you have a woman who used to fuck your brains out and she was completely satisfied. So what happens is when you date somebody, 
Because you've convinced yourself that you're a loser and you're not big enough, you try to make up for it. And you literally talk women out of liking and sleeping with you again and again and again. So it doesn't you act just like the guy who's hung like a horse whose game is terrible, who talks women out of liking them because you don't believe you deserve to be there. James Bond, he knows he deserves to be there. He knows he's going to give women a great fucking time. He's going to entertain them. They're going to laugh their fucking asses off. And afterwards, they're going to wake up in the morning having had great sex, maybe have some more morning sex. He's going to go run off and kill some bad guys. And he may come and have sex with her again. I've heard it from my own sister's mouth. No woman wants a small one. Yet you've had sex before with several women. So... That's bullshit. But again, you're using what your sister says is validation for what you've told yourself. I laughed and was angry at the same time. I can visually understand the utility of wielding a larger penis. It is difficult to perform the comfortable positions when you are focused on not having your gobstopper popping out. And I don't mean the gobstoppers from the movies. Those are some jawbreakers. Those were great. I used to eat those all the time as a kid. We used to ride our bikes, get get like bottle of Pepsi. This is back when they still made them in glass bottles. Ride around the neighborhood with our Pepsi and our Gobstoppers or what were the things that used to foam? Pop Rocks, I think they were. If you drink Pop Rocks and Pepsi, you're going to die. Remember that kid, Mikey? He died. Urban myths, all that kind of bullshit. These droughts kill too, by the way. Like I have to go bone a hooker instead because to me, it seems like the standard to sleep with that woman who is not a hooker but still loves having sex is a standard I just don't meet. Come on, man. Seriously, listen to yourself. Did you read this email after you wrote it? And I see some of these better off dudes just pull these women. It's because they got game and they're they're applying the things that I teach in my book either naturally or because maybe they studied my book. That's your problem. You got to clean up your game. It has nothing to do with your dick size. Your game fucking sucks, dude. And I wouldn't want to worry about sleeping around on me because I couldn't stimulate her enough. Please forgive my rant, Mr. Wayne. I'm literally in limbo and this very minute issue, no pun intended, is weighing me down because I do want to find a beautiful woman to be with. However, at the same time, I don't want to settle just because it's all I can get. Do you have any non-cliched advice? Read my book 10 to 15 fucking times and get out there and participate in life. If you don't read the book 10 to 15 times, there's nothing I can do to help you. If you're not willing to learn the fundamentals, it doesn't matter. Your game sucks. Your pickup game sucks and your dating game sucks and so does your relationship game. And you never even get to having a relationship because you literally talk every woman out of dating and sleeping with you because of the worldview, the model of the world that you've taken, the story that you tell yourself. And how quickly does it take to change your story? It's the motion of the ocean. You don't believe me? Talk to a few lesbians. They may use a strap on every now and then, but the bottom line is the lesbians, they have a, they're really good at satisfying each other because they have the same bodies. And again, all the important parts, they're on the outside of the body. Really, when you think about it, the vagina really is for your pleasure and for having babies. Think about that. That's definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 